All right, everybody. Beers in the airs. Is that what we're calling them? <laughs> <laughs> beers in the airs. Beer. All all my betas. Be. I'm gonna call you guys betas because it's B I T A. So if you're if you're an avid beers in the air listener, you're a beta. This this is our fan base. We're calling them betas. You guys and have you guys have a title. Now. Since you guys are betas, you guys should go try the Abita beers. They got some good stuff. <laughs> oh, you, look at the look how this guy ties it in there. That's nice. That's nice. So this is going to be season two, episode so four. four, the breakdown of the band Stick to Your Guns album. For what, for it's, what worth. it's worth, you just told me to, and, <laughs> and we're. Uh, we're doing this the same day. Yes, um, doing it the same day, so we're sticking so, with the same beers. So last last so episode, last episode, you heard us break down AFI's Black Sails in the Sunset. I feel like it was that was a great breakdown. We we had a lot to say, and uh, we went a little more in depth than we usually do. It's almost like we prepare now or something, you know? <laughs> it's like crazy. Or we're just becoming natural podcasters, Gibby. Yeah, or we're just out here to give fucking flame podcast so all the betas out there well, we each have master's degrees in thugonomics rock and roll lyrics <laughs> we, we do we have a master's in rock and roll lyrics and we break the shit out of them the interpretation of rock and roll we lyrics. break down the shit out of them rock all right and roll interpretation so classes. afi to stick to your guns <laughs> um two different fucking worlds completely different two different worlds not too far apart though, year wise. Pretty close year wise. Um, it's less than yeah. a decade. Yeah, it's about half a decade. It's, it was ninety nine for AFI's the album. Then, uh, for what it's worth, uh, the the original version of it was released in two thousand five. But when uh, when still Stick, still a great time for music. Oh yes, and we're going to be talking about that because I have a few stories about specifically why it was such a great time for music in my eyes. Awesome. Um, but when when Stick to Your Guns signed their first, um, or I guess their their major deal with Sumerian Records, for what it's worth, was re released and sort of reproduced and remastered. Maybe if it, it might have been re recorded too. But for what it's worth, was their first uh, major sort of studio album by Stick to Your Guns, and th- this album. For anyone who knows me, who knew me in high school, this album specifically holds a very dear, this special is, place in my this heart. This is what you were slapping. Like, if we caught you in the hallways with your earbuds in, could we assume in 2005 that this was the album that was in your ears? Yes. And okay. I think several of the songs from the track listing off for what it's, uh, for what it's worth was my MySpace profile song. Okay, so all the betas out there that were MySpacers, all the betas, all the betas, know that know that for what it's worth holds a very dear, special place in Ziggy Bronze heart. Yeah, you you might have stole that song and put it on your MySpace profile too. You know, Maybe. you heard it. Oh, oh, Z- Ziggy's got Ziggy's got a, a poor man's poor sport. That's what it is, right? Yes. All right, cool. <laughs> Poor man's poor sport. I'm I'm new to stick to your guns. Uh, keep in mind, good. people. So if if I make myself sound real stupid, it's, it's just okay. because I'm completely. It's okay. Brand new to this band, and uh, for what it's worth, for what it's worth, for what it's worth, <laughs> the album worth. is not. It's not a bad album. It's pretty good, and it's not my typical style. So 
looking up the lyrics was a big must for me. And after I did that, I was able to appreciate a lot of the songs a whole lot more because they have a very positive approach when it comes to their music. And they, and they, really they talk it. about everything from gender equality to racial equality to um, just having peaceful conversations with people. And what's awesome about that is that, I mean, we're living in a day and age now where we don't necessarily see, you know, a lot of the gender equality that we would like to see. We don't necessarily see a lot of the racial equality that we would like to see. Um, even the peaceful protest that we would like to see, which we'll, we'll be talking about peaceful protests from one of their songs um, in just a second. But it's, it's amazing that they were covering such a thing you know, back in 2000, which I understand it was still going on, but I feel like, you know, now that I'm older, I feel like it's going on even more so. So it's cool that they were able to cover such things prior to be it becoming such a, you know, such a notorious topics in society and all that. So, yeah, lyrically, I, I really liked them once I started breaking it down. Um, I, I, appre- I like, I like hardcore post hardcore music but i like my sing my screaming to complement the song i don't really like the song to be complimented by entirely screaming which is or growling in this case it's more of a growl i feel like with them right it's not not really high pitch it's more of a low growl right. um but it has it has its high points for me that i really liked and lyrically, um, they they put out a real good positive message that I dig. Um, the first song I'd like to cover uh, is song number three from the album, I believe, Colorblind. Yes. Um, so they start off in this song, history repeats itself again. When will this end and when will we begin? I guess until you have no one left to offend, why must be... Why must be we be left alone? We'll never make it on our own. One mind, one heart, one soul. Ooh. Hey, that's that's some some Yale Gin stuff. <laughs> to find another way for us to see eye to eye. When when will we understand we let ourselves down again? And at the time it takes for us to hate is the time it takes f- for this to end. So this is this is obviously a song that's just about uh, racial equality. Right. You know, it's they're they're basically saying like, dude, why the fuck would you hate somebody over the color of their skin? You know, us as humans, we're never going to progress or evolve or become the best version of ourselves if we're constantly taking steps backwards. And real quick, this is this is still on topic. This is one of the things that continues to, on a day-to-day, blow my mind. How people won't respect people for the color of their skin. If you look at science, just just take a look at science and what the Earth used to be. You know about Pangea. Yeah. Okay. For those who don't know about Pangea, this is just a real quick little little topic about the colorblind song and everything. This Teach them. This, this, this is relevant, I promise you. So way back when, millions and millions of years ago, there's this supercontinent called Pangea where all the continents, North America, South America, Africa, Australia, everything was combined into one giant continent, creating these 
you know, easy land bridges from one place to another. During that time, everyone was sort of in this one central general location. But as the the plates started shifting and the continent started, you know, drifting further and further apart, um, it wasn't as easy for people to, you know, interact with people from other continents because it wasn't any longer the supercontinent. But it all started with one race. And as we drifted further and further away from the equator, different races pop up because you're further away from the sun. You're not exactly. as close to the it's, sun. It's not beating I mean, on you it, as hard. And yeah. we all know what happens if a white dude stands in the sun. He tans he or is. turns pink, you know, <laughs> depending on how smart you were before you went in the sun or how, you know, white you were. Or you might die depending on your porphyria. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, vampire-like characteristics. Anyway, it's it's nice to see a band such as this that um, would probably instantly get the stigma that they're like a hardcore white-focused <laughs> group, and they're over here talking about racial equality, right? You know, because that's where stereotypes kick in. It's like, Oh, this is metal metal, like screaming metal. You know, (laughs) you can barely understand the lyrics unless you like really listen to it or break it down. And yet, uh, something that, you know, might be considered like a real white based genre is sitting here talking about how, you know, not even that just a real hate filled genre too. a lot of people, a lot of people associate, you know, like the heavier music and the screaming with hate. Well, it's, it was, and it's not always like that. You got your religious yeah. groups, your activist groups that might relate it to, you know, um, like uh, discriminate, discriminative or even like satanic, you know. But, but it's like that's that's just people that are completely uneducated and refuse to, you know, it's bigotry, really, right. you know, just completely just being unaccepting of something that's uncomfortable to you. And there was, um, there, there were a couple lines that really stood out to me in the song, you know, a couple of which you already, already mentioned, but, um, you know, the, the first one, which, you know, again, like, like you've said, um, you know, history, the, the verse one history repeats itself. When will this all end? And when will we begin? I guess until you have no one left to offend, like you're, you're going to continue hating. You're going to continue discriminating against people. And like, you know, just causing this animosity between each other until there's no one left, but you and those, those individuals, those races that you're comfortable with, that you're all right with. You know, it's just uh, it's, it, this is this is a very fucking powerful song. Very exactly. Powerful song. All all it takes is talking to somebody. Um, I'll give you an example. A lot of people think that I'm this real bitter, angry, hateful person because I constantly have this look on my face like I'm pissed off. And I mean, that's just, I was cursed with that from my family. You could look at my father, my father's father, my father's father's father, and it's called the Gibson look. Sorry, guys. We look like we're pissed off. We look like we're assholes. But really, most of the time, we're deep in thought. Most of the time when I have the look on my I'm always in my own head. So I'm constantly having this look on my face. 
So I've heard stories of people being um, drawn away from me just because of the way the looks I have on my face or the way I carry myself. But these people don't know me and they haven't even given me the chance to talk to me. Which, I mean, you know me. Like, we could sit, we sit here and for talk hours. for hours and drink <laughs> beers. And, you know, I'm I, I, I'm a pretty decent person, you, I, I, I'd I, like to I think imagine. you're a pretty genuine guy. Oh, thank you, man. You're a pretty genuine guy. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. But uh, that goes with, uh, it's, you know, judging a book by its cover, bigotry being, uh, you know, you're just afraid to accept something that's out of the norm, out, that's just not comfortable for you. Right. And that's not a not a way you should go through life and I really like this song for that because now more than ever it's still it's still a relevant super song super relevant super relevant super relevant and in 2007 you know it's fuck it's like exactly what they were saying is happening where we couldn't get past our hate and it's still happening but they do say in this song it's never too late to change it's never too late so this is um there was, there was one more um, one more thing I wanted to cover real quick before we move on yeah, to the yeah. next song. But in the in the last verse, one of the reasons why I think they're trying to get people to think about that we all we we all essentially came from this one central area. We all came from you know I, I'm I'm a big firm I mean, believer in evolution. And all we're that. all people and of the earth too. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like. And right here he says, to discriminate based on race are steps we must reta- uh, retrace and put ourselves in each other's place. If you put that into perspective, retrace your steps, go back to the time when it all started on Pangea. Yeah. And we all essentially and also came from... put yourself in someone else's shoes. Like, you can't judge this dude. You don't even know. Like, right. my story I just right. said, you know what I mean? It's like Put you, yourself in that perspective. You know, put yourself in that situation. Get to know that person. Put, yeah. like, try to think the way that person might think or, or something. You know, you can't just... It's life's too short, to, and and trust me when I say angry don't at people because of a color. Don't judge a book by its cover. It's the saying you've heard since you were a little kid. It's Man, these, these are words of time wisdom. and time again. These are golden sayings. There's a reason that they're they're called golden sayings. If, if you if you don't judge a book by your cover, I guarantee you you will become a smarter, more intelligent, just better person in life because you'll hear stories from people that you otherwise wouldn't have you know, dared to come across. I mean, it's, it's insane. Like just that, that person that you're judging because of how they look wow, or, cool. you know, how, how they smell, how they, you know, their first impression that they gave you could be the best friend that you ever made, but you chose to let hate, let that person not be in your life. Yeah. You know, so your life could have been different forever. First time Gibby saw me, he was like, man, this fucker looks so stupid with that mustache. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, the first time I saw you, I wasn't there. He <laughs> looked so that. stupid without his mustache. <laughs> That's what he said. That's why we're friends now. Exactly. No, I'm just kidding. Exactly. No. All right. Anyway, this is Colorblind <laughs> by Stick to Your Guns. Time it takes for us to hate The time it takes for us to hate 
right, we're back from that. Um, that song again was Colorblind. Uh, that was you know one of the first songs that Gibby, you know that that really stood out to Gibby off the album. But uh, we we just got back from our piss break too. We had to <laughs> we had to go uh, <laughs> go crack the seal, and I, I I came across this video randomly while I was uh, you know I, yeah I came across it while I was pissing. Sometimes I surf surf the internet while I pee. But um, I usually do it while I poo, uh, just because it's easier to multitask. But yeah, I, I'm impressed by uh, being able to. Yeah, and I'm still very san, you know, sanitary while I do it. It's very clean. <laughs> Anyways, the video is a video of Nicolas Cage screaming "Purple Rain" at a karaoke event. <laughs> screaming like, like a like, "Purple Rain, Purple Rain," just like. <laughs> I don't know. It, I, I felt like it tied in with you know the music that we're listening to this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the hardcore version of uh, Purple Rain. Yeah. Uh, you know, by Nicolas Cage. Look it up. Yeah. Uh, so what's uh what is what's the first song you picked, uh, Ziggy? I'm gonna do Fire with Fire. Okay, I'm I'm saving the the next song for last because it's it's the it's the song that. I hold this album very close to my heart, but this is the song that I, the last song is the one I hold closest to my heart. All right, Fire with Fire. So, um, I, I chose Fire with Fire primarily because, I mean, the the musical composition of this song is pretty insane to me. That was one of the reasons why it first stood out to me. But... As we get into the lyrics and everything, it talks about sort of the peaceful protests and everything, okay? Um, which, you know, lately, there haven't been very many... There, there, you know, there's people who participate in the protest, but there's outsiders looking in who create a non-peaceful protest. True. And I think that's one of the main and things And people that, that are protesting... With the intent to fuck shit up or cause harm. Right. And I, I think that's one of the main things that they're talking about in the song is, you know, don't... We're, we're not trying to retaliate with violence. We're trying to, to resolve our issues with words, maybe. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Gibby was over here trying to open the beer. Hey, let me see. I got it. Yeah, I got it. Okay. He got it open. Yeah, clap it out for me. <laughs> um, so basic, basically, trying to trying to get your point across in a non-violent manner uh-huh. is what you know is the way it sort of you know comes across to me. Hands down, one of the most impactful parts of the song is when they sort of they sort of uh, take a break from the music and everything, and it kind of goes in this slow, like strumming guitar chords and like mm-hmm. hitting cymbals and bass and everything, and one of the side vocalists, I don't think it's the main vocalist, but I think it's one of the guitarists, maybe or bass guitarists that sort of come in and start kind of saying stuff. But it sounds like is it is that the guy that usually comes in and says like the stuff that is like clearly understandable? May, I, I maybe because the, you know yeah. you know what I mean. Like there's yeah, a, yeah, there's yeah, a few yeah. parts throughout it. But what's cool is the the way he sort of says it makes it sound like they're at a protest and they're sort of. Um, kind of chanting to everyone at the protest with them at the peaceful protest trying to get their point across but it comes in and they say um 
Our violence has left us with a head made of stone and a heart just as cold. A youth overdosing on animosity and loathing has made us close the gates and create a beast, a being like no one has ever seen. We have made ourselves mere men among giants. May you stand with me in defiance. May our only defense be letting down our defense, left defenseless, left free of all our fences. The most impactful line I felt was a youth overdosing on animosity and loathing. Especially because, you know, the the older I get, you know, I'm almost 29 now. The older I get, the more perceptive I am to things around me. Mm -hmm. The more I sort of pay attention to everything around me. And with with social media with all you know all the advancements in social media and everything the youth is without a doubt overdosing on animosity and loathing with all the cyberbullying going on with um all the hatred towards people because oh they have more followers they have more of this they have more of that whatever it may be but there there is without a doubt like a youth epidemic going on with animosity and loathing like they, you know, they just feel hatred towards people for some no reason, no reason it, at all. This this coming generation that uh, I guess technically we're no longer a part of, we're considered, you know, by the bracket of years that they they break generations into. We were the millennials. Mm-hmm. Um, this is now what generation Z I think I was just having this conversation with Esther last night I I think yeah I think we're millennials the new ones generation Z generation X was like generation X was was right before us in between baby boomers and and, and millennials right okay yeah that's what I thought yeah so we're, we're in Z now so I guess what technically we were Y but they called us millennials because I guess cooler to call us that or something. <laughs> so Generation Z, if you're listening, if, if you're if you're a part of that percentage of Generation Z that gets pissed at people for you know having more followers, gets pissed at people for you know very minuscule, just small things. Go back to Colorblind, or just listen oh, to that song Colorblind. Or just it's, it's overly, never too late uh, to change. Overly offended over, it seems like this generation is just eager to be offended over what you know. So and if if you get offended, don't lash out at people in a negative way. Don't lash out at people in a a, a physical harmful manner. Have a conversation with them. Figure out what they're thinking. Talk to them. You know, it, I, I I think talking it out and sort of coming to an understanding of why people think the way they think. That's that's what this is, world's about and what me, the meaning of like living a free world is about is uh, the fact that, um, you know, you have the right to have your own opinion and believe in what you believe in. Um, and that, you know, that goes back into... I don't agree with probably like 99.9% of the things that our current, you know, president does. But I like having conversations with people who, you know, were, who, who did vote for him. I like, I like to just understand. 
I'm not going to go out and be like, oh, fuck you. You voted for so-and-so. You're dead to me. We're no more. Like, I, I like having conversations. Talk to me like, you know, what, what specifically made you want to vote for him? What did he do that made you want to vote for him? And when I ask that, I'm not asking it in a, in a hateful manner. I'm just, I'm just out of curiosity. You know, like that, that's what alone could help sort of bring us together, I feel. So, so some, some more lyrics that kind of stood out to me um, near the end of the song. Uh, they go into a sort of another little breakdown kind of thing, or it's like a pre-breakdown, but they say, no longer will hostility guide us, no longer will hate divide us, no longer will violence undermine us. Again, it's sort of, sort of just, um, just tying into this whole, you know, equality amongst the masses, you know, equality amongst the people, equality amongst the pages and everything, and, you know, just just creating this peaceful world and then um prior to that they have these lines where it says resistance mark resistance marked as a weakness ignorance marked as intelligence where i think those those two lyrics are sort of going hand in hand where a lot of times they say you know we're 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 this population we're these group of people trying to resist you know what's what's taking place in the world around us and everything and some outsiders view that as a weakness, that they're actually trying to resist what's going on. And then they also view that um, a lot of times those people who resist the masses and resist you know, the outside population and everything like that, they're also ignorant too. But then it says also ignorance masked as intelligence. So sometimes those people who are trying to resist you know, the, the ultimate or the, the higher power and everything, um, they're oftentimes viewed as weak and ignorant, but in reality, they're... It, well, it, that's actually a good um, thing to bring up, just because there's people that claim to be this, like, what do they call it now, woke? You know, you're woke if you, <laughs> you, know, you, uh, you don't follow the trend or you don't, you know, exactly... Uh, do as you're told and you you think for yourself but this whole woke like movement has made people ignorant as well as if like your thoughts and what you think is is right and fuck whatever and anything else you know it's just as ignorant as you know uh uh you know doing as you're told and and believing everything that that you're that you're put out there to believe uh, I believe like writing this impartial middle ground is, you know, right where they're talking about trying to be, you know, like don't, don't commit yourself to believing what they want you to believe. But at the same time, don't be the guy that's going to be like, you know, uh, just because these, these people believe in this, you're the absolute wrong and you're a detriment to society type of deal, you know? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know if, uh, these beers are pretty uh, potent. They're and, pretty potent. <laughs> and I'm, I'm getting kind of drunk here. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's good. But, I mean, that's that's the basic, I mean, that's my basic just, you know, kind of get down to the song and everything. I, I feel like, I, I feel like Stick to, with their lyrics, they're a little more straightforward, I feel. Yeah, yeah, um, they, they, I mean, it's... It's um, it's good. But they still have some good shit to say. Dude. It's good. Really con- good shit to say. The context of everything is very good. The content is 
it's very conscious. It's it's very like uh, aware and um, positive. And, and in a reality, it's really fucking punk. Yeah, like, yeah, real punk. it really is. I and mean, the uh, a lot of the hardcore Apple, music. Apple was, Music labeled them under their album as metal, but their their mindset is is really fucking punk. Yeah, and I you know hard hardcore. You know, I'm I'm not super knowledgeable with you know all the origins of all this music and everything but i think that hardcore sort of evolved from punk because you know music's been evolving for years and years since it started and i think hardcore has to be one of those evolutions of punk because they have those you know like fast you know punk rhythms and everything but they're sort of fusing some of these other genres that they really know into it but the lyrics themselves, I mean, that, that's some. It's it's pretty it's pretty punk. punk. Like the punk philosophy yeah. is pretty much what they they're lyrically they're all about. And uh, I'd like to see what our man uh, OG Smiley thinks about I, about yeah. these guys because, uh, I mean, all he has to do is listen to this podcast and hear what they're talking about lyrically, and I think he would be right there behind it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, so that, des- we, despite your musical taste, these guys are these good. guys are out here to try to educate and you know bring the world together through their through their message, which is awesome. And the thing, guys, this is the first album from them. Yeah, this is the first first album from first them. time. They have I I don't even know exactly how many albums they have right now, but they got quite a few of them, quite a few. <laughs>
made ourselves mere men among giants. May you stand with me in defiance. May our only offense be letting down our defense. Left defenseless, left free of all our fences. No longer will hostility guide us, and no longer will hate divide us. No longer will violence undermine us. No longer will hostility guide us. No longer will all hate divide us. And no longer will violence undermine us. After that one uh, was my second one, which was track five on the album. I believe it was what for the kids by the kids. For right? the kids by the kids. I mean that as as straightforward as this band has been throughout their songs. This one is pretty fucking straightforward as well in the title. Um, you know they're 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 talking about the youth here, and I think that's a good thing because the youth is what we really need to be focusing on right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right now. <laughs> and this was, this was made in 2005. <laughs> yeah. So like, these guys are a little ahead of their time. Um, I feel like maybe if, if this came out today with a little bit less of a, uh, you know, hardcore vibe to it, um, to where you can get that straight direct message to mm. the people, they would be a very, very um, modern, modern band, you know, yeah. like w- as far as like uh, being with like, you know, the status quo of what's what's going on right now. Because a lot <laughs> of what they're talking about is like, it, I mean, yeah, it was probably relevant in 2005, but now with the big boom of social media and how everything's on the forefront of the world it's at the palm of your hand seen in your face it's more relevant than ever right really <clears throat> so stick to your guns for the kids by the kids so what one of the uh one of the first lyrics that sort of you know and again this is all this is all mine and gibby's interpretation of these songs and everything but Turning, so a, a lot of times I feel turning into adults, a lot of times people lose focus of their childhood, which I feel like is a not a good thing. I think the old, I think as you grow older and you start taking on more responsibilities, getting married, owning a house, getting a full-time job, getting all this stuff, you can't lose sight of that stuff you remember from a kid. You can't, and, you can't lose... <laughs> what originally made you yourself and you find that out in your youth maybe not you know five six years old but in your like mid-teens to late teens to young adulthood you really establish yourself for who you are and if you lose track of what made you 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 end up like me going why the fuck do I subject myself to a bunch of this shitty rap music that I don't want to listen to. Let me take a break from it and go back to my roots. This is where I started. This is where I fell in love with music was the punk post hardcore post punk sort of type of music and going back to it and listening from the bottom up to what is now the modern versions of what I loved. It's like, 
like, like, dude, why did I let that part of myself fade away? You know what I mean? A lot you lo- you lose don't lose track of yourself. Right, but we we did for a little, but we went right back to it. Yeah, hey, you know, and we're, he, we're we back. So, right off the bat, one of the first things that I I personally heard in the song that sort of stood out to me was um the more i see this disease transfer from you to me it's in the very first couple of lines of the song but i feel oftentimes people could view you know becoming an adult and transitioning from adolescence to adulthood could kind of be viewed as this disease um and he's talking about how you know maybe some of the older individuals that he knew in life that adulthood disease quote unquote transferred from them to him and he started seeing some of those adult features in himself which is important you need to have those adult features in order to evolve in life you have to have those but you also can't lose track of what you were as a kid which later on in the song he starts relating to um, or he starts having this conversation with the kids basically you know we we created this foundation for you um, don't fuck up the foundation that we created for you. Yeah, well, and that's well, also huge in the music uh, scene. Let me run through this just because yeah. I mean, it's surprisingly a very short song lyrically. Uh, it's it's like a good you know paragraph. Uh, the more the more I live my life, the more I start to see it from the new light. The more I see this disease transfer from you to me. But I can't see why we need to create and make all this hate. Because this place wasn't shaped for us to bruise and break. This is for the kids who won't quit and continue to lay the bricks. And and add to this creation and don't shake its foundation. For the ones who still have their self-respect for the ones... Who, who break their neck? Who for the ones who break their neck to hold this up? For who? For those who won't? For ones who give us hope? For ones who give us hope? Sorry, for the for the ones who put put their heart in in from the start. We are all brothers. We should be here for each other. This is our home. This is a place for us to feel safe. This can't be replaced for the kids by the kids. So it's. It's pretty straightforward again. It's like it's pretty much like fuck fuck what you think is right. Think of the people who come after us and them after us. Um you know it's it's about like they said, laying the foundation for the next generation. <laughs> simple rhyme. Like it's it's simple, it's straight to the point. Um, I mean, consuming our lives of consisting of, you know, what we want it to be, what we think, uh, would, would be best for here and now is not the way to really, you know, attack it. It's about, you know, setting life up for the future, uh, for us after, I mean, cause we're, temp- everyone's temporary, you know what I mean? It's about, it's like, all right, you're going to grow up, you're going to become an adult, you're going to have these children and you want this life to be set up so that those children can live can succeed a and better life than you lived. Yeah. Whether the life you lived was shitty or not, you want 
the life for your children to be better. Progressively get better. And better. hopefully they set that life up for their kids and their kids and their kids. And I, I think I think one of the most important lines again in the song is just the title of the track, For the Kids by the Kids. The very right? very last line in the song. It's for the kids for that next generation, just like you were saying, but it's still by the kids, the ones who... By the, the kids where we, we... Meaning, us, meaning we should be doing that, it that, from, that part, from that part of us. That yes. part of us that we're not giving up, regardless of how old we get. I don't care how old I get. I'm still going to play some video games. I'm still going to listen to Stick to Your Guns, still which was from my teenage years. <laughs> yep. Till the day I die, I'm going to listen to Stick to Your Guns. You still have to hold on to those things that you had as a kid, I don't, man. I don't, I don't know who or why everybody decided that there's a stigma of um, anything that you enjoyed throughout your childhood needs to be completely relinquished in your adulthood. I still got my Pokemon cards. <laughs> you, you know, Best believe I still got those. I mean, d- that makes you feel good, right? Yeah, dude, hell and yeah. It, and it's, it's not day. only about like leaving a positive and fruitful life for the next generation, but it's also about feeling good about your own life. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have these things from your childhood that you held on to that make you feel good still. And, uh, I mean, just because I listened to, you know, Stick to Your Guns or AFI when I was fucking 15 years old, why can't I be a fan of that same music now today? Why does it have to be so cut and dry like that, you know? <clears throat> you know, uh, uh, just because I listened to the band in 19, or, you know, 2002, whatever, you know, it may have been when I first listened to who, who, whatever band, it, it's like, why should there, why should people put this like, like, oh, well, you're still listening to emo music? What are you still in your emo phase? It's like, no, nah, dude, I just, I vibe to the lyrics to steal as an adult this today because I, you know, I still I'm, fuck with Hawthorne Heights too. I'm an emotional, I'm an emotional person. I live, I live life with my heart on my sleeve and I, you know, I'm I'm a person that feels. I feel in this life, you know. I don't numb myself. I would like to say I'm not much of like an alcoholic. I don't do drugs. I don't numb myself to reality, so I feel it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what that music is about. Is like feeling, and that's what you know. It's it's you you relate to things, and that's what I relate to. So it's so- it's like don't let don't let this cruel world get in between you and what makes you happy as well as leaving this world in a place to where your children can be themselves and do what makes them happy at the same time for the kids by the fucking kids ziggy let's 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 take this song home and uh let's let's close it up with your final one okay so before i go into this final one i have a quick story to tell okay very relevant. All right, this is before we play for the kids. <clears throat> okay, just kidding. We're gonna go into for the kids. Once we get done with this song, we're gonna hit my last song. And his story. All right, here we go. For the kids by the kids by Stick to Your Guns. <laughs> Let's go, 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 let's go
That was Stick to Your Guns for the Kids by the Kids. Final song, Ziggy, of Season 2, Episode 4 of Beers in the Air. All the beat is out there. I hope you're drinking along with us. I hope that, unless you're driving, don't don't do that. Don't drink and drive. Drink, sleep it off, hydrate yourself, eat a nice hearty meal. Lose the alcohol from your body, then drive. I'm just saying. Yeah, let's let's not let's not listen to beers in the air while we are putting our beers in the air. Yeah, go 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 get some guava dia. Go get some space dust Elysian. Like I said though, just be careful with it. Just have have yeah. a couple of them. All don't you, you know? I don't. Mean, I only found it in a six yourself. pack, but I've had two Elysian space dusts and one of the uh, Golden Road. Uh, guava Diaz. Damn, that shit. That tastes just like you're eating a fucking guava. That's insane. What's insane is how drunk this Stardust gets you. Because yeah, I've had two. I'm about to go grab me another Stardust. You need a Golden Road. I do. So we can get on the same I, I do, level. I do. All right. I do. I do. And I believe the final song that we're covering. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Ziggy. This is more. This is more. Um, if you're on. Apple iTunes, Apple Music. It's the song that's got a star next to it. Um, I'm assuming it's it was their uh, hit song from this album. Ziggy says this song is what holds a special place close to his heart from this album. And I, I'd say probably essentially is why he picked this album as one to go over first. All right. So, story behind this album. You've probably, if, if you've listened to previous episodes, you've probably probably heard me talk about this before. When I was in high school, a lot of the bands that I listened to were discovered off MySpace music. Tons of them. I would find a band that I liked, look at their uh, friends that they had, look at their top eight. If you got later into the years of MySpace, their top 16, top 32, whatever it may be. One of those days... I happened to stumble across this band called Stick to Your Guns. They're from Orange County, California. As I stumbled across that MySpace page, the very first song, this again, this was back in like 2000, like 2005, 2006, between 2005 and 2007. I, I think it was like 2005, 2006. Stumble across their MySpace page. Very first song I hear is This Is More. At the very end of the song, I'm listening to the song, and I'm like, man, this is pretty cool. I like this. I like this. At the very end of the song, this breakdown hits. And I'm like, dude, this is fucking sick. Fast forward a couple of months, there was that trilogy theater down on 7th Street, and I see that Stick to Your Guns is coming. So I roll over there. Um, I just so happened to get my hair cut into a fat mullet for my high school musical that I was in footloose. <laughs> so I had this mullet I was wearing, I was wearing like my, my hardcore like camo hat. And, um, once I got to the show, I bought this stick to your gun sweater, which had the lyrics of this is more on it. It said move right on the front. And then it had the whole last breakdown in the back. And then it said stick to your guns on the hood. So stick to your guns is there at trilogy theater. Um, last song comes on. And I'm like, man, I just started listening to him. This is one of the songs I know. So I hop up on stage. So I'm up on stage. Um, I'm singing This Is More with the vocalist. Just going absolutely nuts. This breakdown hits. Just everyone's going crazy. My hat gets knocked off and everyone sees my mullet. 
Well, I, I know everyone saw my mullet for sure because it was it was pretty uh pretty mullet like. But that, that's that's one of the reasons why I hold them so near and dear to my heart is because you know I I, I was introduced to them at the beginning of you know sort of transitioning from like old um old like classic rock and metal and everything and transitioning into this like post hardcore hardcore metal sort of phase that I was in in high school and everything and luckily I I got a chance to see them when they were on tour with that first album this this was still during the hype of their first album they haven't even they hadn't even released a second album yet and I got to see them at their roots you know at the very beginning of what stick to your guns is now and that's one of the reasons why i hold them so um again just near and dear but <clears throat> this is more um i forget exactly what number it is off the album but seven um like gibbs said it's the one with the star probably their most well-known song off the album their best song i don't know about that but their most well-known most definitely it starts off with this, it just the, 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 the guitar lick at the beginning. It's like, doo -doo -doo -doo. and then there's this like sort of long pause, not, not super long, but a couple seconds pause. Yes. And then it goes in and it's like, this is more than a pulse beneath my wrist or a beat beneath my ribs. This is something that can't be given away. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so good. And you know, I'm not going to go too into the lyrics right now because, um, you know, I, I feel like it's, it's similar to what we've sort of been discussing and everything, but it's, it's with a different approach. It's with a different sort of outcome, different approach, different overall sort of feeling that you have as you're listening to the song. But what I do want to talk about is the breakdown at the end. The breakdown at the end is what I had on the back of my sweater. It's the part of the song that everybody knows. But so so right before they get into the breakdown, they're doing this crazy shit with the drums, like doing all these drum rolls, like, like whatever. I don't know how to imitate it with my mouth, but it sounds tight. Go listen to it. So it goes. So it goes, rest assured that with a heart that's pure, we'll be victorious and not let our hate get the best of us. And they repeat it. Rest assured that with a heart that's pure, we'll be victorious and not let our hate get the best of us. And then they say move. And that move just signifies to you that there, shit's about to break loose. Like, Fucking pits are going to break out. Like crowd surfing is going to happen. Like it's getting real. And then they, they repeat the part that I just mentioned, but it, it keeps going. And it, it's, if you get the opportunity to see them do this live. And like I said, you know, I saw them do this live at the very beginning of the whole stick to your guns era. I was lucky enough to see them do this live and it was such an amazing experience being on stage with the vocalist. I had my arm around the vocalist and I was singing the rest of short, just screaming into the microphone mullet, just <laughs> flying in the air. He had a, he had a fucking mullet. He I had a gnarly stage. mullet. 
And That's I lost dope. that sweater. I don't know what happened to that sweatshirt. But if anybody, if anybody out there has a stick to your guns sweatshirt with move on the front, and rest assured that with the heart that's pure will be victorious and not let her hate get the best of us on the back. And then stick to your guns on the hood. You said that so fast <laughs> and so like perfect though. Like <laughs> and it was blue with yellow writing. If anybody so you has lost one. it somewhere. Yeah, I don't know where it went. Damn. Yeah, I'm super. I, I wore that thing every day to school. Every day. You know what depresses me is I used to be a huge collector in CDs, and I used to have a huge CD collection of even albums that I listened to when I was younger. Like, you know, I had my original copy of, uh, like, you know, what will eventually uh, go over because it's one of my favorite bands. Um, my Chemical Romance is The Black Parade, the 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 one I went and bought myself, and I, I bought it because I fucking fell in love with that album. And I had it, and I had this whole, like, you know, the CD, black CD case where you slide them into the sleeves yeah. and you flip the page. Yeah. I had a whole thing like that of all my, like, life CDs, and I collected them, and I kept them as this, it, like, it was my music Bible, you know what I mean? No fucking clue where it's gone. No, it's funny you no bring clue that up. what happened to it. It's funny you bring that up, because I had, like, two in my truck. Don't know what happened to them. Just gone. I feel like I put them somewhere, but... What did, did it would possibly it was get taken prior in the, to the break in? Oh, okay. It was prior to the break in. There was a time because I, I restarted a collection. I got my whole CD collection stole out of my car at the Pay Deuce Festival 2010, 11, 2011. Yeah, but I mean, we pre gamed it. We, we parking lot pimped it uh, beforehand. We were tailgating a little bit. People had your I eyes got real me. drunk. Oh well, no! It, it there wasn't like eyes on my car. Oh, uh, you just I, happened. It was to, just like, a shitty old unlocked, Honda maybe? Civic. Well, I left my window halfway rolled down, and I probably didn't lock my car because I was drunk at that point. And they just bro- they broke into my car and stole ten bucks out of my dashboard and my fucking CD case. It was all burnt CDs. That's the craziest ah. thing. But they they came up on some fire. So uh, <laughs> what, some one time one time in Victorville, my brother's trucks got broken into. <laughs> these dudes these dudes stole the CD player out of my brother's truck but took the CD out of the CD player <laughs> they, <laughs> we don't want this bullshit. it was Dragon Force it was I, I specifically remember it being Dragon Force they they they're taking this they took the CD player out of it apparently took the CD out of the CD player just left it on the seat like face up like <laughs> they either you don't want they, Dragon Force. They either saw it and said, "Oh, I can't steal a man's Dragon Force." They're like, "Get this fucking <laughs> this bullshit Dragon guitar, Force Guitar Hero yeah. song out of here." <laughs> no, but uh, yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. I mean, stick to your guns. For what it's worth, yes. for what it's worth, it was worth the listen. For what it's worth, it was very worth the listen. They're they're an incredible band. Like I like I mentioned at the very beginning of episode three, I got in this transition where I, I, I listened to them in high school. I listened to their, their second album, which we'll be looking at during our next set of episodes and everything. Um, but after that, I just, I, I kind of forgot about them, you know, because I got so engulfed in hip hop 
That was all I listened to. Hey, for you're years. telling me, dude. I yeah. Like 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 last episode, you could tell that I'm a big AFI fan. Just right. Because you know I knew all this other like weird history that you know no one should really know. And but I stopped listening. You know, mid high school <laughs> when I got into my hip hop phase, and I completely missed out on albums from them like Crash Love Tons and and Burials, um, which are fucking great albums and it's like fuck yeah, dude there's um you almost feel like it's like oh what happened to this band did they stop making music and then you go look at like three four albums that you missed and you're like fuck dude i'm an asshole <laughs> yeah there's been so there's been six um six studio album and studio albums and eps combined from stick to your guns there's been two eps and there's been four studio albums that have come out since I stopped listening to them. So I had a lot of music to catch up on to, uh, catch up with. Let me rephrase myself. There was a lot of music I needed to catch up with. So I, I've, I've been catching up, needless to say. I've been listening to I'm, them. I'm glad I was able to spark that. Like, nonstop. hey, like maybe I should go check out some bands that I missed out on. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, like... I I don't regret this whatsoever because I'm I'm I've got tickets to an AFI show which I haven't seen AFI since I was young when I went with Tell that story, can you? I I went I went to an AFI show real young with one of my aunts uh up no, in northern California where they're from so they were they were they weren't big at all, you know? So Black Sails in the Sunset is where they started to get kind of like more popular and more so their next album, The Art of Drowning, where they finally had their first like radio played hit, which was Days of the Phoenix. So I'm seeing them in the like mid nineties days where they're still a punk band and they don't even have their their bassist Hunter or their guitarist Jade that, you know, is in the active band. So I seen them in their purest like punk, no one gives a fuck about you form <laughs> yet, you know, so um, I haven't seen them since then when I was a little kid, and I am now going to see AFI in 2019 in San Diego playing with Smashing Pumpkins and Noel Gallagher. So that, that should be fun. Nice. That should be fun. It's going to be good. All right, guys. This has been Season 2, Episode 4, Stick to Your Guns for What It's Worth Breakdown. Um, This was fun. <laughs>
what's going to come on the next episode? Uh, yeah. What um, well, like like we previously mentioned, uh, we're doing three of our favorite bands, th- our top three, three albums, albums from those bands. Uh, next, I'm going to do "Bullet for My Valentine's," "The Poison," and if you've heard that album, it's it's fucking great. It's a really good album. We we are switching it up, right? That's right. I thought next. Yeah, thought you, next yeah. Remember you said you said you wanted to switch. I was it gonna so say not, like so. Repetitive. Well, next time I'm gonna be doing stick to your guns. <laughs> nope, you guys aren't getting that yet. Yeah, you yeah. guys are not getting that yet. Not yet. Not so yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. The the next album I'm gonna do. I'm still I'm still a little tossed up about it. I'm doing every time I die, for sure. The band is going to be every time I die. But I do not know if I'm going to do Hot Damn or Gutter Phenomenon. I'm probably going to go with Gutter Phenomenon because that was sort of, you know, like I said, I, I, I came into, you know, the scene with some bands a little later. I came into the scene with some bands a little earlier. My brother was the one that introduced me to Every Time I and Die. It, it, tends, and I, it tends to be the where you came in with that band is like your... Right is the style that you kind of grasp to. Yeah. Like, that, I, the, like I came into AFI on sing the sorrow. That's why sing the sorrow is like to me, one of the best albums fucking ever made. Yeah. And you know, you know, as I got older and listened more into AFI's, you know, discography, it's like, dude, like the older I get and my styles change. It's like, it's, it, I, I love everything. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck, I subjected myself to just loving like sing the sorrow. And then, December Underground right after that. You convinced me. I'm going I'm going with I decided right now. As you were telling that story, I decided every time I die, I gutter phenomenon. That's the next album. That's what broke you in. That's what That's you're what going broke with. Me in. All right. That's what I'm going with. All right. So, you know, next episode we're gonna hit you with Bullet for My Valentine. I love this band. I don't find a lot of people that say that they're bullet fans and it really it depresses me just because they're so good for you know. And I'm going to end the bullet for my Valentine with their newest album because their newest album is so fucking good for modern rock. It's, it's really fucking good. Anyway, bullet for my Valentine, the poison season two, episode five, season two, episode six. We might do another double day. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. Um, but every time I die, gutter phenomenon, every time it's going to be on that. Phenomenon. Listen to that album and gutter phenomenon. That's, that's it's, phenomenal. It's good. All right, guys. And they have, well, well, we'll save it for that. We'll save it for that. Yeah. You guys don't get to hear that yet. Not yet. We'll see you guys later. All the beat is out there. Stay strong. <laughs>